About half of Americans believe that God determines what happens to them most or all of the time. Nearly 8 in 10 U.S. adults think God or a higher power has protected them, and two-thirds of Americans say they have been rewarded by the Almighty. For us as athletes, we have to ask ourselves if we believe that God has put us where we are right now for a particular purpose. I believe that God does give us opportunities as athletes to use our talents and abilities, and more importantly, He puts us into positions to share the gospel by our words and our actions, and really with just anybody that we come in contact with. And our guest today thinks the same. Brand new head baseball coach at Crown College, Colt Sedbrook, joins us today to discuss his background as a coach, his professional and collegiate career, and so much more today. We also get to go in depth on taking advantage of the opportunities that God puts in front of us, and also what it takes to use those opportunities to best serve those around us. This was such a fascinating conversation for me, and I could tell that Coach Sedbrook is going to do amazing things at Crown already. But before we get into that today, please make sure to subscribe and share this episode with someone that may need some encouragement or just needs to hear the gospel. That's all I've ever wanted to do with this podcast is to just share the gospel with others through sport. But now let's get into this conversation. How are we doing, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Competing for Christ podcast. I'm your host, Ken Burke, and today our guest is Coach Colt Sedbrook. Coach, I can't thank you enough for coming on today. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course, of course. Coach, yeah, you are recently uh, hired as the Crown College baseball coach. I, I really want to talk to you about that because I'm sure that's been a, a crazy transition so far. But, you know, how has that been so far? Yeah, it's been a it's been unique in its own right. I think, you know, leaving your, you know, I always think back when I was 18 years old and I left home to go off and play college baseball. Um, you're feeling a little bit of emptiness, you know, leaving your mom and dad. But um, as a 38 year old man, leaving your your wife and your son and your wife who's pregnant, uh, it definitely is a little bit different. And uh, you have to have for me, I, I'm I'm gra- I'm grateful for my relationship with the Lord to help guide me in those unforeseen circumstances, because we all know the devil can come in and, you know, speak to some insecurities into your heart and you can choose to to give that attention or you can choose to seek um, other venture, other ventures um, in that. So the transition's been, you know, mightily hard, but I also feel like the Lord has strengthened me and uh, has allowed me to, you know, be patient and be, um, you know, be have some grace in certain situations and um, really looking forward towards that next opportunity. I was really blessed to get out on the field with this guy starting on September 7th. So we've been out there for almost a month now. And uh, it's been a pleasure to just, you know, speak some devotionals here and there and uh, be able to kind of cater off of what we're doing here at Crown College. And uh, the opportunities and the transitions have been, you know, sharpening me a little bit more as a man of God. And I've really blessed with uh, the the circumstances of getting the the job itself. I'm really thankful for the former athletic director, Michael Vigu, uh, giving me the chance to come out here and to be the next head baseball coach here at Crown College. And you know, I'm really seeking to find opportunities to not only build relationships with people here on campus, but within our community surrounding our college as well, and uh, trying to bring in a lot of great 
God-fearing Christian men into our campus that want to play the game of baseball. Yeah, that's so important. And yeah, that's a big part of what we're going to be talking about today is, you know, taking advantage of the opportunities that God gives us. But first of all, I wanted to get get a little bit more on, on, on you, your background. Yeah. How has Christ affected your life and, you know, your view on sports and just your journey so far? Yeah, so it's really interesting. And this is kind of, kind of part of my grace testimony or my my overall testimony, if you will. Uh, you know, as a ch- as a child, I knew that Jesus was a man, um, and it, you know, I knew that people had gone to church, but we weren't necessarily a, a church going family. We were the 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 CEO family or the Christmas Easter only type families that would go to services on those special days. Um, but it kind of got to the point where when I got to the University of Arizona, where I was playing college baseball, um, a gentleman came by and he started to bring food, and so as a young you know, college age student, uh, really wanted to try to get as much food as he could. And so he started eating that and, uh, got the chance to, you know, be a little bit more influenced by what he was saying and started asking more questions and finally started to understand that it was more about a relationship with Jesus Christ and what he had done on the cross for us. And so within that, within that spectrum, you know, uh, a lot of pressures, especially playing at a high level, especially playing in a championship type culture where, you're either good or you're going to be gone or you're going somewhere else. And so a lot of it really helped me. Um, a lot of the key sayings that I had, you know, I am second. But uh, the real big thing that was important to me was audience of one, you know, mm. um, never trying to appeal to man. You know, I think a lot of my materialistic gain that I had prior to when I decided to give my life to the Lord was a lot about the experience of how can I go out and impress someone else? And uh, I had to dig deep that I, be- I believed to my core that the Lord had given me certain abilities and skills um, around athletics, whether that have been high school football or high school baseball, um, but getting the opportunity to play NCAA baseball was huge. Um, getting drafted out of high school was great and a little bit too um, egotistical to a certain degree, but um, just getting a humbled, um, getting that chance to have that love um, and having a good, good father that helped guide me and helped allow me to pursue the things that I endured, you know, the storms. Um, I always think about Jesus in the boat sleeping. Um, you, you endure a lot of storms as an athlete. You go through ups and downs and you go through a lot of trials. And with the Lord by your side, it really helped me, you know, not only focus on not too much of the results, but a lot, of, a lot on the process of how I could make each and every day, you know, count towards, um, whether that be in the classroom type settings or even uh, on the field type settings, how I respect our competition, um, playing as, uh, you know, working my tail off to try to get to certain um, benchmarks in life and getting the chance to, you know, have certain things of I need to seek to honor the Lord in those those pursuits. And it was a real big test to me. Um, and each and every day with failure, you know, you play the game of baseball, you're failing most of the time. Um, but how you do, how do you respond and how do you respond in a way that is, uh, you know, modeling the proper behavior or exemplifying um, actions of, of Jesus Christ himself? Mm. Yeah. And that's so interesting. You brought up like the reason you really had that relationship with Jesus was, was because of food. It like food is a miracle worker when it comes to saving lives. If you just, you know, if somebody brings food to an event, people are going to come and, you know, they're going to hear the gospel and stuff like that. But no, I a hundred percent agree with you. Like Jesus is with us, no matter if you're playing sports, no matter if you're 
in a boat in the middle of the you know ocean. Uh, it, it doesn't matter. It's it's just amazing to see. But you know, as you are a coach now and you play professionally, you played in college. What is what has been the most difficult level of sport for you? Is it has it been coaching, professional, or college, or even before that? Yeah. So I would say that, you know, each, each and every spot where you're currently at, where your feet are at, it feels like the most difficult part of your life. Um, but when you have the ability to kind of take a bird's eye view of some of the various stages or trials in life, I would say that, you know, the making the transition from, you know, college baseball to professional baseball, it started to turn into, uh, more of a business and it started turning into more of uh, an investment from an organizational standpoint and so you would go out and you would have a f- you'd have a great game you'd go three for three with you know maybe two walks or you'd have a you know a, a hit by pitch of some sort and you would uh, go out there and then the next game you would sit um, and you wouldn't quite understand why you were doing that but when it came down to the investment side of you know, the, the money figures that were thrown in front of some of your teammates and, you know, getting an opportunity to sign as a late round guy, um, you quite didn't understand. And so some of those hard ventures kind of like you, I'm thankful for, for gentlemen in the, in the Cardinals organization, like uh, Adam Wainwright or a Matt Holiday who, you know, had baseball chapel with us or fellowship of Christian athletes or athletes in action, um, that kind of really set the stage for us as professionals um, and that kind of catered into uh, different stages of life. I would say there's coaching problems just as much. You know, you have to really focus on some of the issues that, you know, the ways in which we were coached when we were playing. And sometimes our first natural instincts is to go back the way in which we were coached. And sometimes that's hard because uh, you focus on, you know, we always make the comment, you know, I, if I would have been doing this, I wouldn't have been coached this way. Um, and so it's really important to have good mentors. You know, I think of it like a stagnant pond where, you know, we always got to get fed in some clear water before we get too muddy and, and dull, but we got to be able to pour out. And so allow that water to flow through um, our players and some of our student athletes here. And so I would say that the, the hardest part was probably professional baseball. I would say that, you know, being a new coach and being in a, um, a different place from your family has been difficult as well. Um, but I would say that my staff, my coaching staff, who are also Christ, God-fearing Christian men as well, have been great. It's been a fellowship with them. Um, I know that we've been f- communicative of how we want to try to continue on our growth as men, um, how we can seek to uh, make an impact on the kingdom, not only during our time right now, but also later on in life and talking about the good times and talking about uh, some of the, the ventures or the goals that we have within how the will of the Lord is being in our life. And uh, it's been fulfilling. And I know that each and every day I'm asking for guidance from the Lord. And I would say that I, I am, my spiritual maturity is a little bit better now um, as, a, as a 38-year-old man than it was when I was a 24-year-old uh, professional athlete or playing with the Cardinals organization. Um, but you know, I think as we go, we're going to be at various stages and lo- and walks in life with our with our journey with the Lord. And um, you know, I feel real supported here, being around a community of people that can speak biblical truth and um, share that truth with grace. Um, a lot of the times, they speak truth into you in professional ball, but it's there's not a lot of grace behind it. And so, you know, we have to have certain you know thickness to our skin, um, and sometimes that's developed um, the the hard way. Um, but within our ventures in uh, the game uh, or any game of sport, 
you know, you're going to you're going to find different uh, toughness or hard times uh, when you're doing that. Yeah. And that's interesting that you brought up like uh, the financial side of, of professional baseball yeah. and like, you know, some people getting more of an opportunity than you. And I, I know for myself, I relate to that so much because I felt like at some points in my, in my baseball career, like I wasn't getting as much opportunity as some other people just because of whatever it is, their talent, their name, whoever, whoever it may be. How did you really take advantage of the opportunity when it really came to you and really not only use it to benefit your career, but show Christ through your play? You know, there's a lot of times where you would ask the question, you know, we got drafted, you know, separate rounds, they got drafted higher than I, um, and you would seek to figure out ways that, number one, you could be a good teammate, you know, and I knew that my time in the game of baseball was was limited. That window or that gap would, would close up. Um, and I tried to take every opportunity as a way to develop relationships. And I'm thankful for, you know, the Cardinals organization for teaching me a lot of components uh, to the game of baseball and how to play the game. Um, and it's, and it's kind of symbolic in the sense of, uh, you know, you can use analogies to, to describe the way that the cardinal way is done, um, but it's it really comes down to the process in which we approach each and every venture. Um, the ventures of you know going to the cages, being intentional with our with our time off the field, um, being able to have conversations that aren't just very surface level, but a little bit more deeper level. Um, when it con- when it talks about relationships with girlfriends or fiancés back in the day, um, you know, I lived with married men that had children and being able to sit down and have conversations with them and really try to know their heart a little bit more. And uh, with the time that I had, uh, it really was, you know, it, it made a big impact on me later on in life, especially where I'm at currently is is being able to, you know, absorb absorb as much as we possibly can and take certain things from other other children of precious children of God um, and try to implement that into our own and I think there's a lot of ways that I don't know it all I try to do a good job of being um, open and transparent and honest with my guys and say hey I know that we I've had a lot of experience in the game but that doesn't mean that I'm it's going to directly translate to being a great impactful coach um, we have to be intentional and we got to be purposeful with the information that we that we're able to obtain um, the information that we continually seek are we narrow-minded in the ways in which we cr- uh, teach the game um, certain philosophies of uh, the X and the O's if you will but overall it's been a, a real important part to um, number one understand that I can't do it all by myself and if I if I have a relationship with the Lord that's going to do I can do my part but I leave the rest up to the Lord. And sometimes my will, um, you know, in my flesh kind of comes out and I want to have certain ways and I have to, I have to trust. And it goes back to, you know, second Thessalonians, be thankful in all circumstances. And we have to be thankful in those regards. And, uh, I really do seek, uh, you know, I, I try to grieve in certain moments and allow that to that grieving process. But I also got to trust that the Lord has, he has it already intended out for us in our lives. And, um, we have a chance to continue to to push forward and you know take another step, but heal. And uh, you know the real big thing lately, I guess, has been been able to 
uh, rest, rest within the Lord, you know, finding time to have those boundaries of, you know, spending and working away, working away and spending extra time here and there, but also establishing boundaries um, to be intentional with getting into the word myself. You know, uh, I think if you try to continually, you know, pour out to other people, you got to understand that you got to get poured into as well. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, spiritual mentors has been a big part of that, of just, you know, making sure I had a conversation with people and, you know, I, I lost a, a spiritual mentor from my time that I was at Colorado Christian as a graduate assistant in men's ministry. And, you know, the, one of the things that he had uh, left off to me was to always make sure that you you make family first and you do those things. And, um, you know, I've also tried to make sure that when a guy, when a, when a player is in front of me, um, I give him my absolute best and not allow some of my own um, ruffles, feathers to, to shine through and to really be a light in someone's darkness each and every day. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so hard too, because I mean, <laughs> I, I know for myself, I can have a million things going on at once, but it takes that one conversation with that one person each and every day to like really, you know, if they're not a Christian, maybe they come to the Lord at, at some point. And yeah, I mean, it's so difficult sometimes to, to see, why God is put you, putting you in this certain circumstance. Was there any time that you felt discouraged? And was there anybody that came alongside you besides that mentor, maybe, you know, a profession, another professional athlete, maybe the, one of those, you know, Wayne Wright characters in your life that really, really pushed you and gave you some good advice? Yeah, I would say that, you know, during, during my college experience, when I first kind of started to get into you know, understanding that you could, you know, Jesus was a guy, but you can also have a relationship with him. Uh, the guy by the name that I, he played shortstop at uh, the University of Arizona, his name was Jason Donald. Um, and he was a guy that, you know, everybody kind of, you know, was drawn to. He was a power of peace. And, uh, you know, wherever he went, he had four or five guys going with him. And the way that he was, was as a person, the way that he interacted with you and other guys, you know, another MLB guy, Brad Mills, he was a walk-on guy at the University of Arizona, played with the Blue Jays organization and, you know, really just, you know, that he handled certain stressors in life that, you know, almost was like, man, what is he drinking? You know, <laughs> like what is, what you know, what kind of food is he eating? Um, but it was that he was consuming himself with the word and he, he worshiped well, he uh, was, um, you saw how he treated his girlfriend at the time and you were just, you know, and I think that goes back to your comment of like with our with our student athletes that may not know Jesus that well is that, you know, yes, on, a, on an immediate or urgent manner, we would like for them to be a little bit more intentional. But, you know, 10 years down the road, five years down the road, if they go back and they think of, you know, what does Jesus mean to me? Um, you know, that's the whole part of making a kingdom impact is is looking at examples um, that are carrying out actions of the Lord and uh, being able to do that has been um, something that I, I seek daily to try to do. And, you know, also come to the realization that we all do fall short and, and taking ownership of that and being accountable to my own actions, um, being disciplined to the tongue. Um, I really think it's important to be in that regard of, you know, if coach Sedbrook goes out there and he's dropping a bunch of F bombs, you know, a, a young guy is going to say to, you know, well, if coach Sedbrook does that, then it's okay for me to do that. Um, and so it's really, you know, you got to understand your role as, as a coach. And I really do take a lot of, um, 
you know, I, I, I'm blessed with this opportunity to, to be a coach, especially in a, in a sport that I love so deeply. Um, but you got to use it as, as a vehicle to, you know, really lead men to that next stage, because we're going to go through, I mean, it's, I, I said it the other day after one of our fall scrimmages is, you know, we're going to endure a lot of hardships in life and, you know, within, you know, wherever we go, um, you know, it's really important that you develop a relationship with the Lord or you develop with, you know, hospitality, the way that you treat people, you know, with a meal, um, you know, making a difference and saying, hey, can I pray for you? Um, you know, that that touches people's hearts and that and that and that will make a difference in someone's day. And um, overall, it's been really exciting to see how that has happened through time, um, especially with all the relationships that I've developed with men and you know, some men that I've developed relationships with have been, you know, thoroughly important and uh, I still have them to this day. And, you know, you got to be that uh, that retention of friendship is really important. And you got to do you got to be purposeful and you got to make sure that everything that you you encounter, um, you know, as a Christ like man is is behind that, you know, and I want to walk away um, after inter- every interaction that I have. And, you know, people say, man, that guy. There's something going on in his life, and I know that, you know, all glory to God. It's not me. It's, it's all glory to God. Yeah, I mean, when you were reminded, or you reminded me of, you know, this story that I had when I was uh, in high school, everybody on the team knew I was a Christian, but I never acted like it. And one time this guy came up to me, and he was like, dude, you, you say you're a Christian, but you don't act like it, and, you know, you're really given us as a Christian's bad name, a bad name for it. And, you know, that has stuck in my mind for years now because he said that. And, you know, I texted him like two years ago and I was like, dude, thank you. Thank you for saying that and putting that seed in my mind because <clears throat> without that, I may have never changed the, the my actions. I never have changed, you know, the words that came out of my mouth. And it's just, it's so crazy how not only does God give us opportunities in sport, but he gives us opportunities just in life to not only share the gospel, but live out the gospel each and every day. And I, I really think that, you know, you have to find a balance of feeling content, in, 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 especially in athletics, because you know, you never, you never want to be satisfied if you're a coach or if you're a player, but at the same time, like you just said, you want to feel that restfulness. You want to be able to take a break every now and then. How do you find that balance? How, where's the balance there? Yeah, that's a good question. I like to think of it as keeping the tension, right? I think Mm -hmm. of it, of, you know, as I keep the tension with, um, you know, in order for my life to, you know, put pressure or not necessarily put pressure, but to understand that, you know, there are pressures that we already have with just with being men. Um, and, and, you know, especially as Christians, it's not easy to be a Christian, period, um, whether you're male or female. And I think that the more that we keep the balance, uh, it, it has to do with what, how am I going to be my best version of myself each and every day? Um, and I know if I go away from some of the habits or some of the routines in which allow me to be at my greatness, um, you know, I try to pursue excellence in everything that I do. Um, and you know, whether that's walking through the halls of Crown College, going up to the, to a different part of the, of the campus, um, and seeing some of our, just our, our normal student body or seeing some professors, it's, it's being able to, to, to smile and to, to give them a good face and, and to do that and may not, 
you know, be reciprocated on their end. But, you know, I know that one thing that we can continually do and what I strive to do is, is to pursue excellence in that regard. And, you know, communication is such a huge thing as a coach is, is being able to acknowledge when, you know, communication is needed and, you know, in, in all various aspects of sport, you know, communication and being in that same semantics, you know, understanding what certain cues are within um, the game itself uh, really kind of point to how we're able to take time and allow feedback and allow people to be seen and allow people to be heard. And um, it's really important. And I'd say that, you know, each each time for, you know, my life is, you know, the balance has been where do I, number one, feel as though I am in the presence of the Lord. And so, you know, not to get too emotional, but, you know, every time I walk on the baseball field, I, you know, I, I sense that. And it's, it's a beautiful thing, you know, being from the state of Colorado, being born in Boulder, Colorado, I love the mountains and I love getting up in the, in the high country and, and being in God's country. And, um, you know, obviously coming to Minnesota, we'll, you know, seeing some lakes and being able to see some of the beauty within the fall, the fall colors are changing, which is, you know, it's, there's so many very various colors and I haven't seen that and, uh, being able to be present in that and, uh, being thankful for some of the beauty, beauty that we have and some of the, 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 the opportunities that we have to, to live it out has been really great, but, you know, just being intentional about my routines and understanding that, you know, sometimes routines need to be adjusted and sometimes you need to hone in on that consistency. How disciplined to that consistency can I be? Um, and if I'm modeling that and I'm doing that on a daily basis, it's, I think it's okay for me to expect that as a standard of excellence. And, you know, I really do pursue that and really try to help our guys along with that and have a lot of grace in that too, because, you know, young men, you know, we're, we're, we're in the maturation process, you know, like we're gonna, we're gonna make some boneheaded mistakes at times. And, um, but it's, it's able to, you know, make sure that they believe that, you know, that they know that you believe in them and you know, that it's already in them. It's just a find, it's finding a way to, to, to extract that or to allow them to, to dig deep in, in certain circumstances. And, um, you know, I really do think that as we continue to go forward as coaches, it's, it's being open to various interpretations of how people view um, the word, you know, like it's uh, it's important to have conversations about how the Lord is working in their lives and be able to share that. And I think that's a beauty to, to you know, having guys from, you know, 40, 41 different states in our in our, you know, our, our roster and, you know, people from all over the country and all over the world. We have kids from Australia and Canada and you know, regionally, you know, various ways, you know, the Bible belt, quote unquote, and, you know, Texas Southern style versus, you know, North Northern states, you know, the word of God and the preaching and pastoral, you know, evangelical, you know, stuff is going to be received. Um, and it's always great to hear how the Lord is working in various lives. And so I just try to take a little bit of that each and every day and then try to try to absorb it as much as possible, but being present and, you know, thanking the Lord, um, just for the opportunity to, to to take another breath, and you know, with the whether when the alarm clock goes off, it's you know stepping out and 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 getting a chance to seek that 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 gratitude and that praise that we give him each and every day. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, yeah, yeah, that's so good, that's so good, and yeah, I, I love that you brought up routines because I feel like. I am such a routine oriented person. When did you figure out that you're like, you need a routine to really stay 
uh, present-minded and just really stay in the Word and in prayer and just really on top of everything? Yeah, I would say that, you know, it comes to the routine is is obviously you know when you have a you know you have children they they need a routine and the sleeping routines you know are are there for them to you know get quality sleep for them to grow um you know but also just kind of to relate it back to you know sports and the routine of things that we set and you know it can go and vice versa right the the habits of of negative influence and what that can do to a, a person's soul and what that can do to a person's mind. I think it's really important to establish continual wording of the, uh, you know, reading of the word. You know, for me, it's not just being a New Testament reader. You know, it's getting into the the, the nitty gritty of, you know, Exodus, Judges, Leviticus, you know, you know, all the tough parts and really understanding, you know, certain certain aspects of, of old, pro, old time, to, old, old Testament prophecies and you know, looking into those things of the sacrifice and, and seeing how, um, you know, my favorite is the Apostle Paul, and I really enjoy listening to, you know, listening to it, but also reading it and being able to see, you know, certain churches, you know, and, um, you know, being able to understand various components of Revelation um, and trying to figure out what is, you know, that next routine that can be adjusted. You know, if I'm, I told this to our guys, if I'm teaching the same thing, that I taught year one, that I'm not evolving as a coach. I'm not evolving as a man. And I know that, you know, the older that we get, the more wise that we become. And I'm not saying that I'm the most wisdom-based guy out there, but I'd like to think that, you know, the Lord has given me that. And I'd like to think that the Lord is continually, you know, I pray about it constantly. I pray about it, you know, des- desperately with Him. And it's it's to the point where as I, as I develop routines, I know that when I when I influence the word of God into my heart, into my mind, I have much more peace and I allow that Lord's mercy to, to shine, you know, in those, in those hard, difficult times, but also, you know, give praise a lot, you know, like there's a lot of things to be thankful for. And whether it's a roof over my head or whether it's a meal that I get to, to have, to, to nourish my body, um, you know, those, those routines are, they, they can pay off. And, you know, reflection, I think, is you got to be intentional about reflection, too, um, to be able to reflect on, you know, where you were at five months ago and be able to say, you know, this was something I was struggling with or, you know, this is something that I wasn't able to get past or this was something I was able to to push through. And um, because of the Lord helping me in that situation, um, I was able to get here to today. Yeah, I, I really I'm glad that you brought up, you know, reading the Old Testament, because, I mean, I find myself sometimes just only reading the New Testament, I'm just like, I gotta, I gotta, you gotta go back. Yeah. You gotta read, you gotta go through the nitty gritty numbers yeah. and the, you know, Exodus, Deuteronomy. And there's a reason why it's in the Bible. And that's because it all points to Jesus. And that's, that's so important to read that and read how, how it was before he came and all pointed and led to that. But, but coach, I can't thank you enough for coming on today. There's one last question I had for you. Uh, as you are getting started at your career at Crown, What's your biggest priority? What's your what, what do you hope this job, this career brings for you? Yeah, it's I mean, it's an emotional one, right? I think if you if you're not emotional, you know, I, I'm a guy that grew up where you, you, you weren't supposed to show emotions, um, you know, but I'm an emotional guy because, I'm, you know, I'm thankful for the, the things that are in my life. But I think a lot of the priorities is to is to be 
good in in what we do. You know, I think if we lose ball games, we we lose ball games the right way. Um, and if we win ball games, we do it in a way that that honors the Lord. Um, the priority is to is to bring you know a good culture fit into Crown College and guys that want to grow more in their in their journey with the Lord Himself. Uh, the guys that want to number one, you know, the only reason, in my opinion, why we do go to college is to is to get that degree, and to get that degree allows us to put ourselves in a you know position to number one get a good career, mm-hmm. and within that career we have a chance to you know go out and be husbands one day and be fathers one day, and um, you know a lot of the things that we do is is taking guys that may you know if you have a, a question to a recruit and you say hey how do you know Jesus and does Jesus know you, and uh, you know usually sometimes they know Jesus but I you know sometimes they're unsure if Jesus knows them it's. You know, there's going to be guys that are in various walks within their, you know, various stages within their walk with the Lord. And, you know, for, for us, it's a, it's a it's more than just being a baseball coach. It's 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 about making a kingdom impact and um, establishing, number one, relationships. I think, uh, you know, it doesn't know it doesn't matter how much you know about the game of baseball. It matters how, how much you, you care about the guys that you're around. And, you know, I tell them every day, you know, you got to you got to sharpen me up. You got to make me earn my salary. And, uh, you know, it's really important for me to to be strategic with how I do that. But it's also important to, you know, establish, you know, a little bit more regionally within our D3 conference up here in the upper Midwest Athletic Conference is, you know, there's been a lot of success in the past, but it's not about winning championships all the time. You know, I, I, I would say that, you know, I do love to win and I do want to try to win, but at the same time and not at the cost of of you know, young men and their development in our, in our, in our country, in our world. Um, you know, it's really important for me to develop the church leaders, um, guys that are going to go into their communities and, and make a pivotal impact. And yeah, it's a cliche answer, but you know, the next generation of people, um, and it starts with guys like us. It starts with guys that have the ability to, to number one, you know, have street cred or have influence within, um, you know, capturing the attention of the young minds of America and being able to do that in a way that, you know, is is imitating actions of the Lord. You know, the way that I treat my wife, the way that I act with her and, you know, they're going to see that and they're going to say, you know, I, I love that. Or, you know, they're going to witness, you know, maybe if I, I fall short one day and they go, man, I'm not going to do that to my wife. And, you know, I, I think that we learn by great examples and we learn by, you know, bad examples at, at, at you know, at the same time. But, for me, it's been taking taking the priority of of really honing in on our guys and making sure that you know if they decide to come to Crown College that it's not just a four year relationship with me. It's going to be a lifelong pursuit. Um, you know, I tell them you know if I get a if I get an invite to your wedding, I know that I I, I did I did my job. <laughs> I know that if they ask me to marry them, you know I've done it with two of my former players already, wow. which has been you know a, a, a tremendous honor. Um, and very humbled by that. But, you know, just being able to, you know, have alumni relations with guys have, you know, when they think about their time, when they're in their, you know, their, their mid twenties or their early thirties, and they're thinking, man, I'm so thankful and I'm blessed, uh, you know, being able to make a, you know, spread light into where they're currently at in their life. And, you know, being around that team culture has been great, you know, developing synergy amongst a group. Um, But being able to do that, that has been a priority. And, 
you know, making sure that we are, we're, we're good with each other and we're going to pursue excellence. You know, that's the number one thing is making sure we pursue excellence on and off the baseball field. And, you know, we can't be perfect himself. You know, he died on the cross and he, 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 he bore the blood for us and, um, the sins of the world and, you know, making sure that guys know that it's important for us to, to do that. And the way that we play, the way that we go to class, how we interact with professors, um, it has to be, you know, something that we learn, but also having grace with that. It's not going to happen overnight, you know, but it's, it's, it's trusting with that. It's staying disciplined to it. Um, and really being able to give good feedback too, and, and saying, Hey, this is where we're at, you know, and I, I try to do that as much as I can within as a coach and, you know, understanding from a, a certain perspective, you know, I just have head in front of my title. It's just a title, you know, our, our assistant coaches are just as impactful as me. Um, you know, sometimes they listen to, you know, maybe, maybe me getting a, a certain email from a certain department and not understanding quite fully, um, you know, they help me uh, just as much and valuing that and making sure that it's about relationships and um, we want to continue to do that. And we're we're excited about the, this this coming year in the spring. And, uh, you know, I can't thank you enough for for allowing me to to come on here and uh, to talk about, you know, our Lord and Savior and, um, you know, being able to to to, to spread more of uh, how the Lord is working in, you know, our lives as men and, you know, as Christians. And um, I'm really just thankful for. I guess the stage in which we are able to, to, to do, to do this. So appreciate. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate you coming on. I know that, I know that Jesus has you at crown for a great reason. I can already see that by this just 30 minute conversation, there is definitely an amazing plan and amazing opportunity there for you. And you're the right man for the job. I I really can't thank you enough today for, for coming on and uh, chatting with me today. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. All right, well, for all y'all listening out there, please make sure to subscribe and share this episode. It means more to us than you may know. Just remember this, Jesus loves you, and he's going to fight for you no matter what. Talk to y'all next time.